Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on danaglennsmith.com or warn-usa.com. Warn Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. Do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows featured on both warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Featured on danaglinsmith.com, Choice, Chance, and Consequences. Christian Living, Turbulent End Times. End Time, Judgment, Justice, and Mercy. And featured on warn-usa.com, Redemptive Signs, Erdogan's Hate, North Korea, Miraculous, Uganda, Persecution at Warren Radio. And Israel, Middle East, Struggle for Peace with People Who Want No Peace. Golden Cup Judgment, Flee Babylon. Volatile World on Edge, Classic Warren Radio. And don't miss these Warren Radio episodes from November 15th through the 17th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Life Eternal, Pray for Us, Glory Land, Sudan, Military Conflict, Persecution, Christians. Thursday's Battle Lines, House of My Glory, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 197. And Friday, Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War, and the Coming King, Watch, Be Sober, Part 12. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. The nation is at risk, and dark forces are plotting to bring the country into the globalist new order. Hidden within the storylines of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America today. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson. And the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. 
You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to DanaGlennSmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIVR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to today's show. It is November the 30th, 2023. 2024 looms like a dark shadow. Matter of fact, 2024, many of you will remember it for a long time. If you think 2023 is bad, well, there's something coming next year. Now, I do have a recommendation, and I, and I don't get any pay for this, okay? But Jim Rickards, Strategic Intelligence, and he has a number of people there with him. They really, that's a good newsletter. You need to check him out. Strategic Intelligence, Jim Rickards, R-I-C-A-A-R-D-S. And uh, you'll be glad you did. So we are here in part 198. And uh, I'm getting anxious, you know, to be able to complete this because this has been a project, a lifelong project. Not to be taken our whole lives, however. But we covered this in a different way than most people would cover it. And so tonight, Judgment and Justice. This is part 198 on Battle Lines. Judgment and Justice. Those are two words that uh, people don't like to hear. Well, justice, especially in America today, we don't have any justice. We're corrupt. Judgment and justice calls into the global nations of men as a warning. For all that they do shall be examined under the fire of the Lord God on that burning examination when the Lord comes. The fuel of the nations could not quench the heat, fire, and wrath Upon the wicked who refuse God, for their work shall be burned up with heat. Yet despite this judgment, there are multitudes who serve the Lord, and on that great day, the vision of the horizon will reveal those coming with gifts to present to our God and King. Today the nations of men do not understand this. Instead, they pursue their hatred of the Lord God and His chosen, and they do so by ignoring 
his commandments, his works, and what he wants men to do. They end up killing one another, robbing, stealing, hating, filthy works. The earth and the heavens will not constrain or hold back the purposes of the Lord nor his works. Neither will those evildoers get out of their appointment on that great day of judgment. Yet the righteous God shall celebrate and reward his own, who will bring the glory of the nations unto him. Judgment and Justice You know, one thing I want to remind you. In this, we've been in a section here in chapter 60. We're looking at this kingdom and the new Jerusalem and judgment and a lot of things. And a lot of this in type would fit King Solomon in his reign. In looking at future prophecy, however, we see the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Almighty in Revelation chapter 1, in his kingdom and the millennial reign of Christ. You cannot, however, take away from Israel and its fulfillment as well. Within these verses are many glorious rewards and events for the glory of the redeemed, both Israel and Gentiles and of the Messiah Yeshua and all of Israel, will find fulfillment. But also judgment with both for those who are disobedient. In Isaiah 60 and verse 9, Surely the isles shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish first. To bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold with them, unto the name of the Lord thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified thee. Surely the isles, or islands, it's from in the Hebrew 183, properly it would be a habitable spot, a desirable uh, dry land, a coast, an island, country, isle, island. The word is applied, therefore, to the islands of the Mediterranean, to the maritime ho- uh, coasts, and then also it comes to be used in the sense of any islands or coasts far remote or beyond the sea. So it has wide application here. And so um, the isles can be all around. You know, the word of God spread throughout all. And, and of course, there is prophecy, you know, and this is it. Your, your sons are going to come from afar. Their silver and their gold with them. And, you know, I mean, you can look at Israel today and you can see how they're hated. But there are Jews literally all over the world. And in this latest war, you know, there were soldiers, Israeli, young 
young men who came from somewhere else to fight in this war to protect Israel. So we see the islands, we see that the isles are going to wait for me and they're going to bring the sons from far, their silver and their gold with them under the name of the Lord thy God to the Holy One of Israel because he has glorified thee. Now if we look in Luke 13, 27 through 30. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east and west and from the north and south and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last which shall be first and there are first which shall be last. Now he was talking to the Jews here in Luke because they were corrupt. And he says, they're going to come from all over. There's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And you're going to look over. You'll be able to see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and they would be thrust out. Now, that would be horrible. And they shall come. And now this, of course, we see the Gentiles coming from the east to the west, from the north and the south, that shall sit down in the kingdom of God. Now, there's a big debate going on, you know, and I was over on an Israeli, actually, I, I have the feed right here all the time, and uh, reveals all the Israeli news, what's happening, and there, 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 <laughs> The discussion comes up of the Messiah, of the kingdom of God. A lot of these events are having everybody think about that. But see, before the coming of the Son of Man, he, actually he's going to be I am that I am. He's going to be the Almighty in Revelation 1. There is going to be great wars and tribulation. As, as Gentiles, we, we know all about that. Now the Jews have Jacob's trouble. And it says, but he shall be saved out of it. And it tells you in there. But the thing what we have is a God in heaven and the Savior is his son, Yahshua, who died on the cross providing atonement. See, the Jews got atonement 
on the Day of Atonement, and it all comes from the shedding of the blood, and they use animals. But see, God sent his only begotten Son to provide that atoning work. That's why John called him the Lamb of God. He fulfilled Passover in a way many didn't, didn't expect. And he brought redemption from, for all who would believe. And so now we've got a kingdom forming while we have another kingdom, that is the earth in itself. You know, all the kingdom of, uh, kingdoms of men who are fighting. And, and you just look out there in one year, see how much chaos there has been. And in America there has. It's been unbelievable. And, and, you know, people are just, and they're unclean, they're unsaved, they're corrupt. But there's still people getting saved. You know, the thing of it is, God made a way for you if you're corrupt. You, you can repent of your sins and come unto him. But see, make no mistake, Luke makes it clear. There are those that will come up and say, Lord, Lord, and say, depart from me, for I do not know you. But Lord, I did this and I did this. Well, I don't know who you are. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. So we need to make sure that we're walking in that light as he is in the light. 1 John chapter 1. And so when we look at Isaiah 60 and verse 9, we see that the isles or the locations around the world are waiting for the return of this one. It says, surely the isles shall wait for me. And all these sons, well, you know, in in, uh, John chapter 1, The Lord went to his own, and they received him not, John says. But to as many as did receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, John chapter 1. So, you know, the authority that we have as Gentiles is based upon the apostolic mission, the apostles, who were taught by Yahshua, Jesus Christ, who was raised from the dead after having died for our sins. And that's what we believe by faith. And so you you have the Jews that are still in their old covenant, you have the Gentiles in the new covenant, and the twain God is somehow going to bring them together. Now in Israel, there is a lot of Messianic Jews. But there's also all kinds of other Jews. And, you know, the devil hates Israel. He hates Christians. So if you ever go into a neighborhood and and find out who they hate, you know, when I when I was in the service, I had a Jewish friend of mine. We were going to go to New York because he was from New York. He was going to show me around. 
But at the weekend we were to go, he had to pull a watch. So I went by myself, and he said, you won't like it, which he's right, I didn't. But the bus stopped right in the bad part of town, the worst. And so I did make it up to the motel, or a motel, checked in, right in the middle of Times Square. And the hotel desk clerk, he said, you don't go down that way, past I can't remember what it was, 49th or 50th. You stay around here. You'll be okay. Because, you know, when I came in on the bus, we came through Harlem and a bunch of other stuff, and there was big walls full of riding. At that time in the 60s, white is dirty, black is beautiful, we hate whites, See, that hasn't changed. We see that today where they hate whites. And we see that all over America. See, that's the devil's hatred. You don't want that. Spit it out. Oh, I hate Jews. That's the devil's hatred. You don't want that. Spit it out. I hate Mexicans, or I hate this, or I hate that. Spit it out. Come to Christ. Let him heal you. And redeem you. And see, when we look in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which uh, doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down in the right hand of the throne of God. Now I bring this up because it's a great cloud. You know, we always used to talk about that great cloud of witnesses in the air in heaven who, were wa who is watching what's going on. So you lay aside every weight and you, you have to run the race and it has to be with patience. In Amos 5.18 Woe unto you the desire of the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. Verse 19 and 20 then As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him or went into the house and leaned his hand on a wall and a serpent bit him. See, that's just like the day of the Lord. You, you don't wish for the day of the Lord. Now we look for the arrival of Yahshua in the sky. But it says, Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? That's when, you know, people who have not conformed what God wants. They're, they've been wicked in their life and God gave them, you know, you can do whatever you want when you're born in this skin. But Christ died for you and if you want to be saved, you need to believe on him, repent of your sins and walk in the light as he is in the light. You need to change and there's only one way and that's through the Spirit of God. John chapter 3 says we must be born again by the Spirit of God. 
Without the Spirit of God, no person can be saved. Period. Isaiah 30, 27 and 28. Behold, the name of the Lord cometh from far. Burning was it with his anger, and the burden thereof is heavy. His lips are full of indignation. His tongue is a devouring fire. His breath is an overflowing stream. Shall reach to the midst of the neck to sift the nations with the sieve of vanity. And there shall be a bridle in the jaws of the people, causing them to err. When you reject the Lord, there's going to be delusion for you. I will choose their delusions and bring their own fears upon them, Isaiah says. Because when I called, they did not answer. See, so when we talk about the coming of the Lord and the great gathering and talking about the hopes, both of Israel and of the Gentiles, but outside of the Son of God, the Messiah, who is right now the Almighty. There is a way that you have to act and there is someone you must follow. You must repent. He calls for all people everywhere to repent. And, and you're free not to repent. You're free to act however you want to. And boy, America is the worst I've seen it in my whole life. And I've been here a long time. I'm a student of the 60s and the 50s. And what I see going on in America today is the most pathetic, godless, rebellious, unfeeling, stubborn generations I've ever seen. And they will find nothing but hopelessness and error because they have thrown out the truth. Now there are Kids in college getting saved. We've had revivals. Last year, this year. <clears throat> in Luke 2, 25-32... And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. That was Yeshua. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus brought in the child Jesus, and to do for him after the custom of the law, then took, him, uh, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Now that is what this is about. God chose 
to bring in the Gentiles. And he always had that in mind. In, in Romans 15, 8 through 12, Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, and in him shall the Gentiles trust. And him is Yahshua Hamashiach, the only begotten Son of God and our Father, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we see these verses very prophetic. In verse 10 it says, And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. Now you see, we see that also, these verses, as the restoral of Israel. But we see this in the time of Jacob's trouble, at the end of it, you know, where they're building up the walls. But see, Israel has already had the walls now built up. And they, you know, have had a place to live for 75 years. They celebrated their 75th anniversary this um, not too long ago. And see, when Israel had this latest trouble with Hamas, do you know the guy that led the attack? Israeli doctors, this guy that led the attack was a prisoner serving two life terms, I think it was, in Israel for what he did. And he must have got let out in an exchange. But he almost died and Israeli doctors saved his life. And I saw him today um, in a video on one of the social sites that we're part of. And he was telling Israel, threatening him, we're going to, you know, we're going to come after you. You're never going to rest. We're going to destroy you. Now this is a guy that wouldn't be alive, would not be alive to lead Hamas, let alone kill Israelis if the doctors a Jewish doctor hadn't saved his life now talk about being ungrateful and there's other words for him but see we're living in a time that yes God is moving but he's moving in two avenues there's the Gentiles who have come to him through his son, Yahshua. And then there is the, the Jews who are still in the Old Covenant 
and it's not the end of time, but it's the end of the, you know, you know, and this is the tricky part. The Jews maintain it, it, you can't end the old covenant because they're still alive in a, in a state, you know. And, and it's hard to explain to them that Christ came and fulfilled all the law and the prophets and by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be redeemed. That's any law. The Muslims adhere to a law. That law ain't going to save them. And so this, this, this is where the issue lies and it lies in the hands of the Lord. And they will recognize him and they will repent when they see him and they will see him. He will come. So make no mistake, this is all going to come together. But there is a lot of verses about the Gentiles coming into Jerusalem. And, and the one of glory is mentioned about the new Jerusalem. For the Gentiles are going to come in there. They will be redeemed. I really like this verse, Isaiah 54, 7 and 8. For a small moment have I forsaken thee. Let me look up here. For a small moment. And I think that's one of those things that you know God is going to do his work. And that's all there is to it. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on thee, saith the Lord. Psalm 35-6, For his anger endureth for a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. In my prosperity, that's what a lot of people believe, but in your prosperity, you do become moved. His anger was on those. But you see, weeping endured for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. See, Israel did get sent into captivity. That's the night for them. Seventy years and it was over. And God restored everything. And they were back in the land. They were back in the land with the temple. And of course, they don't have the temple today because of 
what happened after Yahshua, when Yahshua came. He told him, your house is left unto you desolate. And that's when General Titus came into Jerusalem later on to put down a Jewish rebellion. And at that time, according to Josephus, about a million Jews died at that time. And the Jews lost their land. And it wasn't until 48 they got it back. Now 75 years later, they're fighting for their life. And see, that came on the heels of, of a very divisive election, which, and I was watching live, you know, soldiers who said, we're not going to fly planes. Soldiers weren't going to fight, you know. It was that divisive. And, and they were so divided that they didn't pay attention, apparently, good enough. And that is where they were attacked. And Israel has so many enemies. America does too. You can't afford... To be so divided. Now see, America is in terrible shape right now. If this was during World War II, we could handle it. Because we had the manufacturing, we had everything to build things fast. We don't have nothing now, thanks to the way we did things. And now we have globalization that doesn't care about America. They care about the global so right now, if something happens, we don't have anything. And because of Biden and all the stuff he's done to screw stuff up, really. And there's a full list of it, folks. People know what it is. I know what it is. But it's just, you know, we have forsaken the Lord. What did God do to both houses of Israel when they fell away? He sent him into captivity. So, are you telling me that America, with all the blessings God had put on us, when we turned away from him, disregarded him, we cursed him and turned away from him, that he's just going to let us go? No. Judgment. Now, here's, here's another one, Isaiah 60, 1 through 3, the glory of the Lord. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Thus, this is speaking of the Gentiles. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. In Zechariah 6, 12 through 15, it speaks of the branch, the messianic name, the prophetic name of Yahshua, Jesus. And speak unto him, saying, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, Behold the man whose name is the branch, and he shall grow up out of his place, and he shall build the temple of the Lord. 
Even he shall build the temple of the Lord, and he shall bear the glory, and shall sit and rule upon his throne, and he shall be a priest upon his throne, and the council of peace shall be between them both. And the crown shall be to Helam and to Tobijah and to Jedidiah, and to Hin the son of Zephaniah for a memorial in the temple of the Lord. And they that are afar off shall come and build in the temple of the Lord, and you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you, and this shall come to pass if you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord. There's a lot of stuff in that verse. Isaiah 4.2, it says, And that day shall the branch of the Lord be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth shall be excellent comely for them that are escaped of Israel. Jeremiah thirty three fifteen in those days at that time I will cause the branch of righteousness to grow up to David and he shall execute judgment and righteousness in the line that is Yahshua that's prophecy of him Zechariah six twelve and speaketh unto him saying Thus saith the Lord of hosts Behold the man whose name is the branch he shall grow up out of his place and he shall build the temple of the Lord that's another prophecy. John fifteen four says this, Abide in me, and I in, I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. So while the Lord is the branch coming, he, he has a lot of names. He has a lot of prophetic names. And <laughs> I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you don't abide me, you're not going to make it. You know, and there's a lot of, uh, when we look at this and we see uh, these verses, every one of them show an abundance and blessing. Therefore thy gates, this is verse 11, Isaiah 60, Thy gates shall be open continually, and they shall not be shut day or night. Now that's the new Jerusalem. That men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and their kings may be brought. The subject of this, now this is according to B.P. Loeth, is the great increase and flourishing state of the church of God by the conversion and accession of the heathen nations to it which is set forth in such ample and exalted terms as plainly show that the full completion of this prophecy is reserved for future times. <clears throat> when the fullness of the Gentiles are going to come in and the Jews will be converted and gathered from their dispersions, and the kingdom of this world shall become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. You know, it's going to all come together. It's going to all form together. Revelation 21, 1 through 7. I saw new heavens and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now the Jews believe, in, you know, in Yeshua. They just don't believe he's come yet. And they believe that there is going to be a new 
Holy Jerusalem come down. And there, I've seen an artist's conception from a Jewish standpoint of the city of God, the new Jerusalem, descending and coming out, out, out of the sky, descending right into the land of Israel. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and he, they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I'll make all things new, and he said unto me, Right, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and I'll give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water life freely. And he that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I'll be his God, and he will be my son. Now that's what it's about. I don't care whether you're Jew or Gentile. I don't care what you are. If you're a human being on this planet, Christ died for you. Yahshua did. Now you may not understand all the theology. You may not understand why there's all this killing and murdering. You may not understand anything. But understand this. Christ died for you and he is the hope of glory. And you need to seek him today. Kneel on your knees. Come to him in humility. And receive him. Just like you would open a door to a house. You know I have guests. And they come and knock on the door. I open the door and their friends and, you know, well, come on in. I'm going to receive them into the house. I'm not going to just shut the door and say, well, it was great to visit, slam. You see, just as, as you would receive them into the house, you receive them into your heart and your spirit. Sincerely repent and look to him. Because you'll be born again by the spirit. And see, this is where we get a lot of the, a lot of procession of the Gentile nations that we had seen in, uh, in Isaiah, and it's mentioned in Revelation, twenty-two and on down to twenty-seven. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in, for the glory of God did lighten, and the Lamb is the light. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light. Now, do you got that? The nations of them that are saved. Now, yes, there is going to be an earthly reign, a thousand-year millennial reign in which Yahshua, when he comes again, will rule and reign. But after that, it's going to be over. And God, God's kingdom will be here on earth. And, and Well, Yahshua is going to be here. But the timing... The nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. In the verse 27, there shall no wise enter into it anything that defiles, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Verse 24. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of this, and the kings of the earth to bring their glory and honor into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defiles or works abomination, makes a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Now this is the final, okay? 
Now this is chapter 66 of Isaiah. And that's the last chapter. And in these three verses, actually four. Rejoice ye with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all ye that love her. And rejoice for joy with her, all ye that mourn for her. That you may suck and be satisfied with the breasts of her consolations. That's comfort. That you may milk out and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. In other words, you're going to be nourished in this glory. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, I'll extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then shall you suck, you shall be born on her sides, be dandled on her knees. This is, this is comfort. This, is, this illustrates, um, you know, from Israel's history, you know, what the kingdom is going to be like. It's going to be comfort. As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Well, today they're in Jerusalem, but they're not comforted. There's a lot of, a lot of issues here, and a lot of things are going to happen. Zechariah 2, 10 through 13, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, and I dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people, and I'll dwell in the midst of thee. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto thee. And the Lord shall inherit Judah, his portion in the Holy Land, and shall choose Jerusalem again. See, the Lord's going to come back again, and they're going to recognize him. And he will deliver them. Isaiah 44, 1 through 4. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth, and he shall not fail, nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth, and the isles shall wait for his law, and his law will come when he returns. So I gave you the some portions out of Isaiah. Then I gave you a lot more portions that revealed the Son of God, the Messiah, the prophecy of the gathering, everybody being together. You know, when we sit around and try to figure it all out, sometimes it gets difficult. But we're to walk by faith, not by sight. So, trust in the Lord. Know that even though these are going to be difficult times. Christ overcame, and so can you. Because he's got a city and a kingdom for us. So we need to be happy. Tell others about it. And don't forget to uh, come to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com.
we're nearing the end of the show, so I got a few things. I have a new book, The Rising. It's been out for a while, and I haven't taken the time to really push it or anything. But, uh, you know, if you like to read, you know, then I ask you to read this book and give it a good review. Or give it a review. And uh, if you can't afford it, you write me, come to our website, contact me, and put your phone number and I'll call you and we'll talk about it. But I can make available to you an ebook, and I can also send you the, the real book. And now if you want the book, you know, I'll give it to you at a discount and mail it to you for free. I'm not trying to sell a book. I'm just telling you that here's a good way to get in on it. But uh, I'm not going to do any more than that right now. So we're looking for at least 10, 15 people to read the books, uh, to read the book, The Rising. And you can find that in a lot of different places. Go to our websites at warren-usa.com or danaglennsmith.com. You can go to our bookstore on Dana Glenn Smith and you can find the book and click on it and order it and have it come in yourself. So uh, check this out. And uh, I ask you to do this if, if you're at all interested or pay attention to the ministry here. And this book is available worldwide. And we do have listeners worldwide. And I was just notified by Spotify that we've got about five nations where where people are listening to us uh, on Spotify. And we have a lot of other things available. But uh, And so we're happy to know that this is the second year we've been notified of that. And uh, so be sure to read the book check it out for us there's another one my other book in this series is called steal the darkness both of these books are based upon certain truths which uh, reflect what is going on in america and it is set in a fictional setting so if you're astute enough you can figure that out And don't forget uh, Friday. We've got another series, and I do all these shows in our studio, and then I put them on a couple of main uh, show sites. And uh, you can always come to our sites and listen to all of our shows because we have them all. You can even download them over here. We don't charge anything for it. And uh, we don't have a lot of ads. So, you know, there's a lot of information here, a lot of things that, uh, as a Christian, you'll find comfortable. And uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're an out-and-out sinner and hate Christians, well, this may not be the exact place for you. But you need to listen to some of these shows and find the truth, and God will change your heart. And so, 
you know, I, I really do hope that you have a good holiday. Hope that everything works out for you and your family. If you don't fa have family, I hope that you things work out for whatever you're doing and whatever your career is or whatever church you go to. We are non-denominational. And uh, that's all there is to it. And we don't uh, get into that. I preach the Word of God. That's what I do, period. I'm not here to tell you where to go to church. So until next time, be safe. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. May he lighten the path for you to walk so you know where to go. Until next time, be blessed, be safe, you and your family. Shalom, everybody. <laughs>